the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. There's been a major development in the case of a U.S. pastor who's been held in Turkey for two years. We get the very latest from correspondent Jeremy House. A Turkish court has convicted American pastor Andrew Brunson of a terror charge but has released him from house arrest. This comes during the fourth hearing of the American pastor who is at the heart of a diplomatic dispute between Turkey and the United States. The Trump administration has repeatedly called for the pastor's release, and just a few minutes ago, President Trump tweeted, working very hard on Pastor Brunson. More than a million homes and businesses across six states without electricity still this morning following Hurricane Michael, and the death toll from the storm has now risen to 11, including a firefighter in Virginia. Wall Street Stocks up sharply in early trading. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC. From time to time, Salem TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. A glance at that Twin Cities weekend forecast here on Wellness 1570. Today, partly cloudy skies, mid-40s, mid-30s overnight tonight. Saturday and Sunday actually is going to be dry this weekend. We'll see mostly cloudy mid-50s on Saturday, partly cloudy, and low 40s, a little cooler come Sunday. Up next here on Wellness 1570, Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black. Classroom football success, from high school to Penn State to the NFL. I'm John Urschel, guard for the Baltimore Ravens, and I have a master's in mathematics. Math has taught me to think logically, helping me excel on and off the field. But unlike football, math doesn't require special talent. The thing is, most kids aren't taught math in a way that makes sense to them. This is why I've partnered with Mathnasium Learning Centers. This is Bobby Tarnowski. Build skills, build confidence at one of my Mathnasium centers. Call today, 763-269-6969. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Lynn in Huntsville, Alabama writes, Dr. Ace, I'm a proud parent of three school-aged children. What can I do to keep them healthy this cold and flu season? One thing you want to do is make sure everybody's taking plenty of vitamin D. They found that vitamin D is the number one vitamin that will keep viruses and bacteria out of the body and fight against that and keep the immune system strong. So get a little blood test. You can get that done with their pediatricians, and you want to make sure their blood value numbers are between about 40 and 60 on the blood test. Cod liver oil is really good for them to take. It'll keep omega-3 fats, vitamin A, and vitamin D all through the cold and flu season to keep them off gluten. Gluten is a protein found in most grains and the casein protein in milk. Get those together and everybody should be healthy this cold and flu season.
For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, can you really keep your doctor? Or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry, and he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. That's Sustainable Healthcare, Saturdays, 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. Minneapolis is the number one healthiest and most active city as ranked by Forbes. Where does the Twin Cities turn to for wellness tips and trends? Right here on Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With a plethora of different on-air hosts and experts that focus on all areas of health and wellness for all your active lifestyle needs. The Twin Cities moves and so do we. Tune in in your car, download the mobile app, or stream us live from your computer by visiting us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. Actually, today, you can call me Farmer Scott, because that's what the topic of today's show is, Farmer Scott. And uh, so glad you're joining us. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I get my background from my leadership training that I've been doing for 25 years. Uh, I do the most powerful two-and-a-half-day intensive leadership training you'll ever go through. You can go to likeitmatters.net. If you listen to the show on a regular occurrence, you'll hear uh, many commercials about it. Every week after we have a leadership awakening class, we have the the graduating team join us on the radio so you can hear the incredible things that take place in two-and-a-half days. And what I do is I take all my education, all my knowledge, all my experience over the last 25 years. I mix it with my disciplines. What are my disciplines, you say? They're transactional analysis, the, the work of Dr. Eric Burns, uh, the neuro-linguistic programming, the work of Dr. Milton's Erickson, Virginia Shatier, multiple intelligences, the work of Dr. Howard Gardner at Harvard, logotherapy, the, uh, the work of Dr. Victor Frankel, Kani. Constant never-ending improvement, the work of Dr. W. Edwards Deming, and then emotional intelligence, uh, the work of Dr. Dan Goldman, and of course, many other other people out there. And then I do wrap it up in the Word of God, because I read a lot, and one of my favorite books of wisdom uh, is the Bible. And so with that, uh, you get a full body experience. You get the foundational, transformational uh, pieces to, to know how you work, how leadership works, how to impact people, how to move people, uh, the basic essence of life, if you will. And over the years, I, I have le- seen a lot of patterns. I've seen a lot of uh, cycles, if you will. And one of the patterns that I've noticed is that leadership is a loop. Leadership is a loop. I always say you got to flex your pecs. 
It's three pieces. It's P-E-C. P is for permission, E is for example, and C is for culture. Permission is important because when we do things, we give other people permission to do the same. Do as I do and say. I grew up in a family where it says do as I say, not as I do. But that would be a hypocrite. So leaders give people permission by the way we live our lives, by what we do. You know, in our leadership training, I use this as an example. You know, when someone starts trusting the process, it gives other people permission to trust the process. When somebody commits to the process, it gives other people uh, permission to commit to the process. When someone uh, does what I ask them to do and step outside their comfort zone, step over that line, it gives other people permission to do the same. So the first uh, thing about leadership is our actions give people permission. The E in PEC is example, because the picture's worth a thousand words. The typical human being speaks at 120 uh, to 150 words per minute. I can get to 180. So one example is equivalent to six to eight minutes of nonstop dialogue. And so people don't need another sermon. They don't need another speech. They need an example. And then the C is culture. And culture is the the norms, the the repeated set of activities, uh, the acceptable practices, if you will. And to me, I always equate the culture to soil. Soil, because it's like soil. From good soil comes good produce. From bad soil comes bad produce. With soil, you got to toil the soil. You got to plant the seed. You got to clean it up. You got to water it. You got to harvest. Just like your life, just like any project, any mission, any vision, anything big. It's the same, similar. It's it's a metaphor. And so today, that's why I want to talk about Farmer Scott. And since we're talking about Farmer Scott, since one of our roles is to be a farmer, think about this. In my leadership training, I, I pose this question to people. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Because knowing who you are is one of the most important questions you can ever answer. When you know who you are, then what to do is a lot simpler. And I have people in my leadership training consider all the different roles they wear, you know, all the different hats they wear. You know, like for me personally, for Scott Black, for Mr. Black, for Farmer Scott, uh, I'm a father, I'm a son, uh, I'm a counselor, I'm a radio show show host, uh, I'm a Christian, uh, I'm a conservative, I'm I'm an ATM machine, I'm a taxi cab driver, and I am a farmer. And if you're a mover of people, if you're a leader, if you're in this world to be a significant, not just survive, not just succeed, but to live a significant life, because those are the three levels. You know, a lot of people just getting through life, just getting their own nut. You know, they're squirrel working to get their own nut. They're just surviving. They're no different than animals. They're getting through the next month, getting through the next pay period, getting through the next week, getting through the next school year, getting through the next summer, getting through the next trauma, getting through the next drama. That's survival. The next level of living is what's called success. Still self-driven, but a lot higher. Well, now you have stuff. You, you, you have success. You have things that you've done, things that you've accomplished. You have money. You have a name for yourself. You have a, a, a place to show up every day to do what you do. And that's important. I'm not downplaying that. But it's the third level. The highest level is the one that we truly want to get to, and that is significance. And significance always requires other people. See, that's what I love about significance. It takes other people. 
You can't just be a squirrel working to get your nut that you're just surviving. You can't just be self-driven about your kingdom and, and building some success, a, a way for you to get money automatically deposited in your account. Rule number one about being a leader is not about you. You've got to get off yourself. And so a significant life, the thing I love about it is that it requires other people. And one of the people I like to talk about, uh, uh, Johnny Appleseed. Johnny Appleseed was out there spreading seed. He was spreading apple seeds. Why? He wanted to feed America. He wanted to teach people how to feed themselves. He wanted to take some barren land and create a produce on it to feed people, to, to help people have a business, to, to teach people how to self-manage. Think about it. In a way, he was a farmer, just like we all are. If you're going to be a true leader, a powerful leader, you must be a farmer. you got to understand the metaphor. It's so powerful. And so I want to share some words with you from W.D. Earhart. It's called The Farmer. Each day I go into the fields to see what is growing and what remains to be done. It is always the same thing. Nothing is growing. Everything needs to be done. Plow, harrow, disc, water, pray. Till my bones ache and hands rub, blood raw with honest labor. All that grows is in the slow, intransigent intensity of need. I have sown my seed on soil, guaranteed by poverty to fail. But I don't complain, except to passerby who asked me why I work such barren earth. They would not understand me if I stooped to lift a rock and hold it like a child or laughed or told them it is their poverty. I labor to relieve. For them, I complain. A farmer of dreams knows how to pretend. A farmer of dreams knows what it means to be patient. Each day, I go into the fields. And as a leader, that's that mindset. Each day we go into the fields. What is our field? Our field is our life. And what are we planning? We're planning hope. We're planning futures. We're planning all kinds of things. You know, October 8th was my birthday, and uh, I don't celebrate my birthday. It's not that big of a deal. But it was nice. On LinkedIn, I got this uh, this note from Sarah Hegwald, who went through my training, I don't know, about a year, year and a half ago. Haven't talked to her in, in probably a good year. Don't know how she's doing. But I got this, Mr. Black. I just wanted to thank you again for everything you helped me succeed in. You offered me the tools to build myself to be a better person. Though I may struggle with my character at times, I am always confident I will work through them and break through the boards that are holding me back. For this, sir, I commend you and Mrs. Black for all that you do. And I hope you have an outstanding day. Happy birthday. You know, ladies and gentlemen, that stirs me up. Because if you go to likeitmatters.net, you'll see what I do. I've been doing it for 25 years. And there's a lot of people that I knew for a while and don't know today. There's a lot of people that have sent me hundreds, maybe thousands, testimonial letters from five years ago, 15 years ago, 30 years ago. But today, I don't know what they're doing, if they're still living it, or what's going on. But you know what I do know? Is I do know I'm a farmer. And I have planted much out there in the world. And I know that as I continue to work that, continue to plow the field, many great things will take place. We'll be back in three minutes. I've been to to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar. 
but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. For chips, mix for cracks, call Advantage Auto Glass. If you're anything like me, the summer road construction did a number on your windshield this season. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass, here to thank you for a great summer and to remind you that with cooler temperatures, those small cracks are going to turn into big ones, seriously compromising the safety of your windshield. Now's the time to take care of them and get that new windshield you've been needing all summer. Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396 and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work anywhere in the metro. We're a local, family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service and we do all the billing, all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage and we'll take care of everything. And don't forget, you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today you can call me Farmer Scott because I am Metaphor Man. Da, da, da. You know, if I was a superhero, I'd be a Metaphor Man. And yes, there's a cape. Metaphor Man has a cape. You know, this last week, I think I did a show called uh, uh, The Farmer uh, and the Flower. Uh, I think I did, or uh, the gardener and the flower. I think I did a, a show about the uh, the laws of sowing and reaping. And so, yeah, I can beat a dead horse and I can beat a metaphor, absolutely. Because today we're calling me Farmer Scott because as a leader, one of our jobs is to be a farmer. We plant and we harvest. We we pour into people. We we spend a lot of time working and and plowing and 
and weeding and watering and and planting and harvesting. Uh, those things are people. Those things are projects. Those things are opportunities. And so I really want to uh, to hit this metaphor pretty powerfully. And and, and the thing I do is I, I love the Bible. I love the good book. Uh, it's a great book whether you believe uh, that it's the Word of God or not, whether you believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God or not. The Bible is a great book of wisdom. There's some great knowledge in there, some great stories. Just like I study the Quran, I read the Quran. I've studied the works of Buddha uh, and Hinduism and all that. I want to know what other people know. I want to know what people look at. So some of you need to open your mind and quit being so closed-minded. Uh, some of you, because of your not wanting God to tell you how to live your life, you don't want to believe in God. So this is not a religious show, just like it's not a political show, but this is a life show. Uh, and all this stuff is out there, and you can't pretend it doesn't exist. And uh, I love the message translation. The message Bible is not a, uh, uh, it's actually not a translation. It's a paraphrase. Uh, it's in today's language. And uh, in the Bible, there's something called the parable of the wheat and the tares. And tares are um, weeds. You know, they, uh, uh, they look like they're produce, but they're really weeds. And you can't tell till they're fully developed. But this is in Matthew 13, 24 through 30. And this is from the message uh, Bible uh, paraphrase. It says, uh, he told another story. Quote, this is Jesus talking. God's kingdom is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. That night, while his hired men were asleep, his enemy sowed thistles all through the wheat and slipped away before dawn. When the first green shoots appeared and grain began to form, the thistles showed up too. The farmhands came to the farm and said, Master, this was clean seed you planted, wasn't it? Where did these thistles come from? He answered, Some enemy did this. The farmhands asked, should we weed out the thistles? And Jesus said, no, if you weed the thistles, you'll pull up the wheat too. Let them grow together until harvest time. Then I'll instruct the harvester to pull up the thistles and tie them in bundles for the fire. Then gather the wheat and put it in the barn. See, Jesus here is teaching about the kingdom of heaven. This is one of those parables that is so many times mistranslated, misquoted. Uh, this is Jesus talking here about the kingdom of heaven in the world. See, in the agricultural society of Christ's time, many farmers depended on the quality of their crops. An enemy sowing weeds would have sabotaged a business. The tares in the parable were likely darnel because that weed, until mature, appears as wheat. It looks the same. And without modern weed killers, what would a wise farmer do in such a dilemma? Instead of tearing out the wheat with the tares, the landowner in this parable wisely waited until the harvest. After harvesting the whole field, the tares could be separated and burned. The wheat would be saved in the barn. He's also showing us that we are not to take it upon ourselves to uproot unbelievers because the difference between true and false believers isn't always obvious. Tares, especially in the early stages of growth, resemble wheat and see soil is your heart and your mind see when i talk about the leadership loop permission example and culture culture is soil everything comes from the soil and you talk about the enemy i'm gonna tell you right now i've met the enemy and he's living in my shorts if other people did in our head in our soil what we do to ourselves we never tolerate it a farmer doesn't go and pee in his in his produce a farmer doesn't go out in the middle of his farm where there's things growing and relieve himself, urinate. He wouldn't do it. And yet so many of us do that with the bitterness, with the anger, with the resentment that we allow. I mean, look, we have a political environment right now 
where basically both sides need to keep us angry. Angry. Look at the whole resistance. Look at the Antifa. It's just brutal. Anger versus elation. Party scrap Kavanaugh edge in midterms. See, they're talking about both sides. The Republicans need to keep people angry about how poorly they treated this Brett Kavanaugh and, and how much bitterness and hatred out there. And the Democrats want to continue the war on women and make women believe that all men hate them and Republican men hate them. And don't you see, it's got to be anger. So for the next 29 days, both sides are going to stoke the anger. And that's all stuff. That's like peeing in your produce. That's what it is. It makes you sick. You know, astronaut Scott Kelly apologizes after quoting Winston Churchill on Twitter. Boy, we can't even quote Winston Churchill anymore. Sharing inspiring quotes on Twitter isn't exactly the coolest thing to do, but it's very easy to read something, think it's good, and then share it without giving it too much thought. That's probably what astronaut Scott Kelly did on Saturday when he shared a quote from Winston Churchill, which has gone on to spark controversy. The American astronaut shared a quote from the controversial British prime minister as a comment on the current political situation in the U.S. He said, quote, one of the greatest leaders of modern times, Sir Winston Churchill, said, in victory, magnanimity. I guess those days are over, he said. While he's got every right to make a statement of this kind, Kelly found himself being criticized for sharing a Churchill quote, with many people pointing out uh, some of the more unsavory parts of the wartime leader's character, which in retrospect have damaged his credentials. It's amazing how we go back and we put today's standards on people way back when. That's why the founding fathers are now criminals. Uh, That's why anybody that's ever done anything wrong in their past uh, is now unfit if you're a Republican or if you're a white male. We got to stop this. This is this is allowing an enemy in our midst. You got to realize that. I mean, boy, if someone thinks different than you, now you kill them, you destroy them. Uh, this was in Washington. I saw this in Washington. Tr- uh, truck set on fire because of pro-Trump stickers, owner says. A truck adorned with several stickers supporting President Trump was reportedly set ablaze and vandalized uh, with spray paint outside a bar in Washington State in what the owner believes was a targeted attack. If you say anything that someone doesn't like, you're ultimately a target. Johnny McKay told uh, the news in Portland, Oregon. You're automatically the enemy, and they have to hurt you. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to stop this. This is Saul Alinsky's rules for radical. You dehumanize the opponent. This is what uh, America did to black people for 100 years. This is what, the uh, during the Inquisitions, what people did to the Jews, the Catholic Church did to the Jews. Uh, they would have to defend themselves with accusations they didn't even know were, and then they would have to, then they would then uh, hear the accusations. Come on, people. These are things that destroy us. You know, we talk a lot about Dr. Carolyn Leaf, and so you got to get that there are laws of sowing and reaping. Since we're playing the, uh, the farmer metaphor, let's play it all the way out. Let's play the whole metaphor out because we are farmers. What we plant, we reap. And so let me give you uh, basically a few laws of sowing and reaping. Everything starts as a seed. You got to get this. Every action, every thought, those are all seeds. The first principle that everything starts with a seed means that our actions are like seeds. Our thoughts, what we allow in our head, what we hold on to, what we entertain. The second law of sowing and reaping is that nothing happens until a seed is planted. See, intending to do something is not the same as doing it. Intending to give will not result in a harvest of blessing. Actually, giving 
is needed in order to reap. Rule number three, whatever I sow is what I reap. If you sow an apple seed, you will not reap an orange tree. If you sow a radish seed, you will get radish plant. Reaping is always in kind of what you sow. You always reap what you sow. Even the Bible says that in Galatians 6, 7. Rule number four, I'm not the only sower. You get it? Right place, right time, traumas and dramas. See, you could be dealing with some of the things that were sowed into your spouse when they were a little kid. And then you're not that person. You're not that person who did harm to them. You're not that person that did bad stuff. And yet you're paying the price. Why? Because you're not the only sower. Other people have sowed into that person. Other people that, to your employees. They've had some trauma, some drama. They have some, some pain from the past. They have some insecurities. They have some limiting belief systems that if you're a good farmer, you can help them clean that, that up. You can prune some of that. Rule number five, you always reap in a different season than the one in which you sow. Just in leadership, just like in agriculture, there are no automatic or instant results. You gotta get this. You reap in a different season than you sow, but you must sow. Rule number six, you always reap more than you sow. This law works both ways, both in the sowing of good and the sowing of evil. We never reap less, always more. You gotta get this. Uh, if you want to harvest more, then you plant more. If you harvest a lot of, I mean, if you want plant a lot of negative stuff, you're going to be harvesting a lot more negative stuff. If you're planting a lot of positive stuff, you're going to be harvesting a lot more positive stuff. Rule number seven, I can increase my harvest by planting more seed. Whoa, isn't that cool to have that kind of control? Want more? Do more. You want to play bigger? Then impact more people. You got to get this. This is not rocket science. It's keeping it simple, soldier. Rule number eight, it says it's time to start planting. Now the time is now. You can think about planting. You can plan to plant. You can have meetings about planting. But the time is now. Unless you plant something today, it's never going to go through the germination process. It's never going to go through the growth process. Thinking about planting something and planting something are two different things. And the last one is to reap the harvest, you must be patient and never give up. In order to have a significant life, you need to have patience, endurance, perseverance. This is the fruit of a, a great leader. This is the fruit of a significant life. This is actually the fruit of the Spirit. It's also required for spiritual maturity and success and leadership maturity and success. The two go hand in hand. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about being a farmer and what that means to those around us. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. 
Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, October 25th through the 27th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our age 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Farmer Scott. That's my name today, Farmer Scott, because we are talking about the leader as a farmer. Matter of fact, uh, for the last two segments of this radio show, I'm going to go into the garden as a metaphor for life. I got this great article uh, from daringtolivelifefully.com. I thought they did a great job on this, the garden as a metaphor for life. And the garden is your life. It's what you're pruning, what you're creating, what you're investing in, what you're harvesting. That's your life. That's all your heart, body, and soul that you're pouring into to your kingdom. Whatever you're building on this planet, that legacy, that uh, remembrance, that uh, uh, eulogy that you're, you're writing as you live each and every day. And so if you miss any of this radio show as I build this metaphor, uh, the farmer metaphor, you need to listen to this radio show again. The cool thing is you can go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this and other archive messages a couple months worth. Uh, also, uh, if you listen to this radio show through the iHeart app, you know, on iHeart, it's an app that you can get on your phone, you can get on your computer. Uh, we play twice a day on iHeart Radio. 
you got to query Wellness Radio. So search for Wellness Radio, and if you want, you can put 1570 after it. Wellness Radio 1570. It's based out of Minneapolis. Every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. There you will hear us. Now, we are in two local markets on terrestrial radio. We are blessed to be in the St. Louis market with the Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. We play there every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then our home base, our team, uh, our posse, is in Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, AM 1570. You can live stream with them at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Uh, and I'm so honored uh, that I get to share with you wisdom. I truly believe if we're going to change this world, we've got to change our thinking. We can truly change this world one person at a time, one heart, body, and soul at a time. That's why if you truly want to live your life like it matters, if you truly want to be all that you were created to be, if you're truly tired of accepting good enough, good enough to get by, good enough for government work, good enough that he or she doesn't walk out the door and leave a note and take the kids with them, if you truly want that, then you need to go to likeitmatters.net. I do trainings twice a month all over this country. Two and a half days, that will take everything that I talk about in this training, and you will live it at the cellular level. You will live it at the unconscious and the conscious level, and your life will be forever changed. I guarantee you. I've been doing it for 25 years. Again, if you go to likeitmatters.net, you can read all kinds of testimonials. And please, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm a pretty big player on LinkedIn. Just search me on LinkedIn, and I'd love to connect with you. Uh, and if you do Facebook, go to facebook.com slash Radio. There you'll find us. Uh, we, po- uh, we post pictures about what we're going to talk about that day. We kind of keep you up to date with what's going on. And the cool news is iTunes now carries Like It Matters Radio. So if you go to iTunes, uh, you can go ahead and uh, uh, subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. And every day at the end of my local daily radio show, it will be there in podcast form, and you can listen to it at your own leisure. And so I want to continue the concept of Farmer Scott, you know, because, boy, when we're planting, uh, when we're playing a farmer, there's a great metaphor, there's great analogies that tie into leadership. That's why I love that uh, Jesus in the old days when he walked on this planet incarnate, he would a lot of time talk about, uh, you know, um, farming and agricultural metaphors because that's what the people understood. And so I got this uh, article and I thought it was very appropriate. Uh, the garden as a metaphor for life is from daring to live life fully dot com. I think it's absolutely credible. Uh, number one, uh, they say, have a vision for your garden. When you're going to plant a garden, he says, you have to create a vision for it. You don't just grab whatever seeds you can get your hands on, throw them around willy-nilly, and hope for the best, right? Just as you would have a vision for your garden, you need to have a vision for your life. What kind of life do you want to have? What's your life mission? I say this all the time. I question this all the time. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again and again, right? And this is where you got to begin with the end of mind. You know, I have something called the pattern of success. Three steps to becoming your dreams. Want it, create it, live it. And want it's always about desires, about creative discontent. It's about being stirred up. And once you know what you want, because you never want to approach the throne of your goals without desire, then you do the second thing. And the second thing is to create it. 
And create it's about beginning with the end in mind. That was one of Stephen uh, Covey's seven habits of highly effective people. But it's also what all true successful people do. Uh, you got to get this. Uh, they they visualize. When you visualize, you tap into the unconscious brain. Remember, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. But mental rehearsal, visualization taps into the unconscious part of the brain. And so you must begin with the end in mind. In other words, what does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like? What does that smell like? Heck, what does that taste like? Because those are things we call real. I always tell people, you may not like what I'm saying. You might not like the way I'm saying it. You might not uh, agree with what I'm saying. But you cannot doubt that I'm real. You can touch me. You can hear me. uh, You can feel me. You can smell me. You can taste me. You can see me. All those things, right? Those are things that we call real. And so you need to have a mission statement. And not just a mission statement. A mission statement is the best possible you way out in the future somewhere, but written as if it's true today. It consists of three pieces. It's who you are. It's what you do. And it's the quality in which you do it. And then the vision steps or the action steps, all those things you're going to do to get you from where you are now to where you say you want to be. So rule number two or item number two in the concept of the garden as a metaphor for life. She says, or he says, you need to prioritize. When you're planting your garden, you can start by creating a wish list of everything you want to grow there. Tomatoes, geraniums, pumpkins, watermelons, strawberries, blah, 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 on and on. However, you then need to trim down your list of the plants that you feel are the most important for you to grow. And see, you need to prioritize your life. And those are based on the existential questions. What are those existential questions? Those are the questions that we base our entire life on. Questions like, who am I? Like, why am I here? What's my purpose? If today was my last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that I was given the gift of life? What difference did it make? That's why you need to prioritize. Because when you know who you are, then what to do is a lot simpler. I'll say that again. When you know who you are, then what to do is a lot simpler. Item number three. You need good soil. Boy, that's so powerful. You need good soil. Whatever it is that you decide to plant in your garden, it won't grow well unless you have healthy soil. A gardener spends a lot of time, energy, and expense to improve the soil of the garden and create a strong, rich, durable soil. You got to get this. And when uh, Jesus used to talk about the soil and the seed, there's a parable called the soil and seed. The soil he was always talking about was the person's heart the listener's heart, the believer's heart, the one that he was talking to, their heart. And that's why I say leadership's a loop, permission, example, and culture. And culture's all about the soil. That's why be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. Be careful, little feet, where you go. Because it's a slow fade. Soil doesn't go bad in a day. Just like men don't stumble in a day. Marriages don't crumble in a day. It's a slow fade. You got to get this because we have a tendency to focus on so many things, but we don't focus on the soil. We might get the best seed. We might make sure it's watered all the time. We might even put other supplements into it. But boy, if we're not aware of the soil, and so you got to be careful of what you listen to over and over. It doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how do we explain it to ourselves? What matters is those thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. That's what we have. 
30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And that's the soil. That's what we live in. Those thoughts are unconscious. They're repetitious. Those thoughts make us feel things. They keep us focused on it, which then become part of our heart. And from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Don't you get it? In other words, from the soil, produce comes. So you need to make sure you have good soil. Do you have the education that you need? Are you learning the skills that you allow you to achieve your goals? Are you creating spatial order, decluttering, getting organized? How about your financial life? How about creating cornerstone habits? Whether it be exercising or eating properly, maybe it's uh, getting the proper sleep, maybe it's meditating, maybe it's your walk with God. When you've made your soil fertile, when you've laid out a strong foundation for your dreams, you can dramatically improve its productivity, its produce. Number four, you reap what you sow. This is the golden rule. You reap what you sow. The golden rule is the name given to the principle that Jesus taught in the Sermon on the Mount. You got to get this. Whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. I mean, God condensed everything down the entire Old Testament into this single principle. And it's in Leviticus. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. And see, I read that good book. And in some culture, they call it karma. Karma is a big thing. But in the Bible, it, God says over and over and over that what you reap is what you will sow. He says, listen, you get to choose how I treat you. The same mercy, the same forgiveness, the same understanding that you give to other people, those that you don't like, those that wear a Make America Great hat, those that voted for someone different, those who have different opinions about immigration, about abortion, about all that stuff, to treat them with the same respect you want to be treated with, to treat them with the same mercy and grace that you want to be treated with, to treat them with the same understanding and forgiveness that you want to be treated with. That's the big difference here. And I covered it in a show this week. There's no empathy. We want to do what we want to do and hold each other to account a standard that we won't hold ourselves to. That's the golden rule. You give away what you want to back to you. You plant what you want to harvest. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis November 8th through the 10th. 
Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about leadership awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows, and I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and I am on a cause. That cause is to change this world one person at a time, starting with our thinking. If you truly want to change the world, my friends, you must change your thinking. That's why this is a cause. You know, you, you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, but if you teach him to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. And that's why there's a pandemic out there. You know, suicides going through the roof. 60 million Americans struggle with depression. You know, not only are we killing each other at record rates, but we're doing so brutally. We're dismembering. We're cutting people up. We're, uh, we're using a, a samurai sword and slicing each other to bits. Man, there's a lot of bitterness, a lot of hatred. You got half the country in a resistance that want to burn down the White House. If you don't agree with them, they're going to chant at you. They're going to burn down your truck. They're going to chase you out of a restaurant. Come on, people. I can't believe those of you on the other side of the aisle are allowing for this. Some good people need to stand up and say, you know what? I don't agree with you, what you say, but no one deserves to be treated that way. And that's what we're talking about. That's why this radio show is so important. We need your help getting this radio show in every station, in every city, uh, in every state around this country. Because if we're going to change this world, we've got to change our thinkings. We've got to go to the structure of our belief systems. Go to likeitmatters.net. Get in a class. Let me teach you how you work. You will learn more about how you work, how your mind affects things, how your subconscious mind controls the whole ship. And once you understand that and you know who you are, and you know why you're here, and you know whose you are, and you know why you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, do it again and again and again, boy, that gives you control. And as Dr. Viktor Frankl said, 
Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. And so today you're calling me Farmer Scott because we're going over the garden as a metaphor for life. If you missed any of this radio show, you want to listen to it again, just go to likeitmattersradio.com and you can listen to this and many other archive messages. <clears throat> so, uh, before the break, I got to number four on my list of ten. You reap what you sow. And we're talking about the golden rule, right? And you've all heard of the golden rule and many people aspire to live by it. The golden rule is not some panacea. Think about it. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The golden rule implies the basic assumption that other people would like to be treated the way you would like to be treated. Now, there is an alternative to the golden rule, and it's called the platinum rule. Uh, It's by uh, Tony Alessandro, I believe. And he says this, "Treat treat others the way they want to be treated. Aha, what a difference. The platinum rule accommodates the feelings of others. The focus of relationship shifts from this is what I want, so I'll give everyone the same thing, to let me first understand what they want, and then I'll give it to them. If I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense? We're in a position to have a better relationship. And that's what Luke six thirty-seven through 38 says. You know, judge not, and you'll not be judged. Condemn not, and you'll not be condemned. Forgive, and you'll be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. So clear. We get to choose how God treats us. It's the, it's the, the, the sowing and the harvest. Same type of thing. Number five, assess your garden's conditions. You know, the three questions all leaders ask themselves is part of clear vision. Where am I now? Where am I going? And what will it take to get there? And how long? And that's really what's talked about assessing your guard's condition. A leader must be able to look at themselves honestly. We must live a self-examined life. Even the Bible says that if you hold yourself to account on the sins, the things away from God, then God won't have to. God won't need to. You got to get this. So you got to be honest with yourself. And that's why a lot of times it's hard to be honest with ourselves on our own. We have to go to a class. We have to be guided. We have to be squeezed. We have to be pruned. You know, most people don't prune themselves. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't walk into the fire furnace on their own. They were pushed in. They were shoved in. Daniel didn't go in the lion's den on his own. He was put in there. Don't you get it? And so sometimes you have to be put in a situation where you can take a 100% honest look at yourself. Take a look at your strengths. Take a look at your weaknesses. Take a look at your likes and your dislikes. Take a look at your your character, your temperament. Take a look at the people you surround yourself with. Are there good people around you? Are people that you hang out with better than you? You will never rise above the quality of the people you hang out with. And you should always hang out with people that you want to aspire to be like. So maybe they'll rub off on you. Maybe they'll grow on you. But you need to make sure that you have an opportunity on a regular basis to take a fair evaluation of your garden of what you're doing, of your life. Number six, build a fence around your garden. I like this. Again, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. Be careful, little feet, where you go. You gotta guard your heart and guard your mind. We gotta be a good steward of our thoughts, of our feelings, because a lot of those go on autopilot. They're just happening. We're not even aware of it. 
And so you got to be careful of that. You absolutely got to be careful of that. What are you allowing in? This is why I love to go to Dr. Caroline Leaf. She says 75% to 95% of the illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. She says the average person has over 30,000 thoughts a day. Through an uncontrolled thought life, we create the conditions for illness. We make ourselves sick. Research shows that fear all on its own triggers more than 1,400 known physical and chemical responses and activates more than 30 different hormones. There are intellectual and medical reasons to forgive. Toxic waste generated by toxic thoughts causes diabetes, cancer, asthma, skin problems, allergies, and that's just a few of them. Consciously controlling your thought life and starting to detox your brain will have as much impact on you as anything else. Medical research increasingly points to the fact that thinking and consciously controlling your thought life is one of the best ways, if not the best ways, to detox your brain. Matter of fact, she says change in your thinking is essential to your soil. You got to get this. So critical. Number seven on the garden as a metaphor for life. A garden needs constant tending. Needs constant tending. You need to have things on a schedule. You know, you know, a water schedule. You pull weeds up regularly, crabgrass. You got to prune at certain times. You got to add fertilizer. You got to see how the plants are growing and take corrective action. Just like the metaphor that we're playing out, we got to do the same thing in our lives. Do you allow time to journal, to process the day? Do you allow time in the morning to plan for the upcoming day? Do you take a look back at situations from the last week, the last month, the last year that didn't turn out the way you did and reprocess them, go through to see how you can do them better? I saw an article where this girl who, when she broke up with uh, people, guys, she would send them out a a survey, an end-of-life survey. And so uh, what would happen was that uh, uh, she would send these things out. What would be different? What would you like? What would this? What would that? What would this? What would that? All that stuff. You know, would, what could I have done to make it better? That's just, it's silly. I would never do that. But it's incredible. A garden needs constant tending. So how are you doing that? How are you preparing? How are you properly setting aside time to do all those things that you need to be? Are you under construction? That's why I love the sign under construction. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. Number eight, have patience and trust the process. You know? I think it's John Wenger that says, you can't pull on the plants and expect them to grow faster. That is, you can't force a seed to grow faster than nature intended to. And you can't make trees bear fruit on demand. You got to press the go button. But you got to have patience. You got to be long-suffering. You got to have persistence. Those are things that people don't do anymore. You got And you get knocked down and you will. You pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again. A book of wisdom says a righteous man will stumble seven times but get back up, but the wicked will stumble in to ruin. Number nine, learn to deal with things outside of your control. You got to realize that this too shall pass. There's only so many things we can control in life. In life, it's like a, a, a success in life, a garden. It's like a sailing ship on rough water and it's being blown to and fro. It says success. You cannot control the wind, but you can adjust your cells. So powerful. And lastly, number 10, reap your harvest. Now, after all your hard work, your garden should start producing a bountiful crop ready to be picked. Similarly, a properly executed good life plan will produce bountiful rewards. 
You know, a lot of people don't see those rewards. They never see them. The eulogy at the end of someone's life is the expression of the impact that someone had on you and on others. But I truly believe if you're a good gardener, if you're a good farmer, and you're pouring into people and you're harvesting and planting and pruning and doing all those things, that you will see some rewards. You'll see some rewards. And one of the great traits of a leader is they develop people who are better than them. So if you want to be the best possible you, if you want to build the life that you were supposed to be, if you want to create some soil that can be 30, 60, 100 times the produce, then go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you. Give me a call at 817-502-1554. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570. KDIZ Golden Valley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.